Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Greg Silver Real Estate Group podcast. We're here with Chuck Hysola from Guaranteed Rate, and the subject today that we're talking about is why should you buy today versus renting? Oh, good morning, Greg. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. We want to uh, educate our buyers uh, why it might be a good time to buy now instead of renting. All right. Well, that's a great question to start the conversation here. Owning your own own home gives you an opportunity to build long-term wealth for you and your family. So I want to talk about three things that build wealth with every monthly mortgage payment that you make versus making a rent payment. So number one, there's tax benefits of owning a home. You get to write off your mortgage interest every month. Um, and in some cases, you get to write off property taxes too. So give you a quick example. Let's say that you're paying $2,000 a month um, in your monthly payment, which, which is the mortgage interest that you pay. Um, and you're in the, on average, let's say that you're in the 25% tax bracket. Well, when, when you write off that mortgage interest that you're paying every month, um, you're going to save 25% of the $2,000 every month that you're paying in, in tax savings. That, that's $500 a month of tax savings. So that can be very significant. Absolutely. And some of our clients who are pushing to their max budget, we're you know, talking about those things in order to stretch out the payment sum. Absolutely. And what they can do is they can go to, go to their payroll department, increase their withholdings, meaning that taking less tax out of your paycheck every pay period, knowing that you're going to get a bigger refund at the end of the year if you didn't do that. So why not take the money now rather than wait until the end of the year? And exactly. that, that can help with your your new mortgage payment. Absolutely. And, you know, we always do advise to speak to a CPA just so they can confirm your tax bracket and you can double check, you know, our recommendation. Absolutely. So um, number two is that with your monthly mortgage payment, you're paying down the principal balance of your loan every month. So you're adding wealth um, by owning more of your house every month. And number three, if you look at the last 10 to 20 years, what's happened with real estate, with the ups and downs in the market, um, but on average, we've seen an average appreciation over that time of about four to 5% per year. So if you're buying a home, let's say for $800,000, that's on average $40,000 of appreciation in that home every year. So that's significant. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and it's about to happen again. So 2021 homeowners, you know, saw 20% appreciation in certain pockets. And so with this rate kind of slowing people from buying, there's going to be a huge demand to buy again. And if you get in now, you're going to buy it at a lower price. And then when the rate drops and everyone bids 20 people on a property, you're going to capitalize on massive amount of equity opportunity. Absolutely. So just to summarize, uh, wealth building through tax benefits, number one, Mm -hmm. number two, paying down the principal balance of your loan. We call that forced savings. And number three, real estate appreciation. So if you're a renter and you're just paying rent every month, who gets those benefits? Well, obviously the landlord, and then there's nothing in it for the renter. Um, that's the whole purpose of yeah. of purchasing. The other thing too is, um, I remember from our previous uh, podcasts, 
a lot of uh, lenders are offering a uh, no point refi to help get rid of that rate when it does go down. And I think that's something that your company offers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When rates do come down, we'll be refinancing everybody that's purchased in Absolutely. this last year and a half. Yeah. So our, our next um, topic um, is, you know, home buying process. First step, how do you get prepared to buy? And Chuck has a couple of um, his processes that have been successful with his clients. Yeah. So step one is to talk to your lender. And when I sit down with um, prospective home buyers to help them to get ready, the first thing that we do is we'll take a look at what do you, what do they have budget budgeted for their housing expenses every month. Mm-hmm. And when I bring up that word budget, a lot of times people will look at me with glassy eyes and say, "What do you mean budget? Uh, we don't do a budget." <laughs> so. That's and and I love that because it gives me an opportunity to take what I'm really great at and good expertise in is helping people to put together a family budget. So the way we get started is we okay let's let's look at how much money's coming in and how much money's going out. So we'll look at all their paychecks that uh, they get paid every month, and then we're going to look at their expenses and we'll break the expenses down into what I call non-discretionary expenses and discretionary expenses. So the non-discretionary are gonna be the survival expenses. What expenses do I need to pay for in order to survive? And then the non-discretionary are gonna be non-discretionary, things that are like, I mean, discretionary. They're gonna be things that I don't necessarily need to buy this to survive, but it's nice to have, you know, going, Mm -hmm. getting Starbucks coffee every every day going out to dinner five days a, a week, um, paying for all the subscriptions and that you have on the internet, um, are you using all that stuff? So it, then with that, when we start analyzing money coming in, money going out, we can figure out how much can you really squeeze to get into the home that you're, you uh, would love to, to purchase, particularly yeah. your first time home. Yeah, and you should have a strategy, in fact, all of my agents on my team, including myself, we do a buyer consultation, and part of that is, have you secured your lending? So obviously we um, work with Chuck exclusively, and we give him first chance to talk to our clients, and he's had some really good uh, feedback um, from our clients. Um, they, they love working with him. He follows up immediately, and he has solutions for almost every problem. Yeah, so once we have that number, how much can you really afford in your monthly budget to, pur- to uh, purchase a home in terms of monthly mo- monthly payments, which would be principal interest on a loan, property taxes, and insurance. So once we have that number, then we're gonna look at what do you qualify for based on the income that you bring in. And so that's when we're gonna have you complete up a loan application, we'll pull your credit, and then we're gonna gather from you your income and ass- asset stocks. And. So there's got to be, there's a link, right? That you send out to them and they just fill it out on a portal. It's a secure link. You can do it 24 seven. He gets the information and then contacts you immediately. Right. Absolutely. And then what are, what are some of the documents that they're looking for? Because everyone's situation is different whether they're self-employed or they have a W2. So we're going to, we're going to ask you for uh, pay stubs for the last 30 days, W2s for the last two years. And if you're self-employed, we're going to ask you for tax returns for um, one to two years. 
depending upon how long you've been in business. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to ask you for bank statements so we can see how much money you have in the bank. Got it. And then as far as like how much cash people need, you know, segueing from that last statement, you know, how much cash do they need um, in order for the lenders to look at their loan? Well, let's uh, let's uh, back up really quick and and talk about what are we looking for. Mm-hmm. What are th- what are the things that we look at in order to get you qualified? So we look at three things: cash, mm-hmm. which you're asking about. Yep. We look at your credit and we look at your income. Okay. So to answer that question, how much cash do you need to purchase a home? Mm-hmm. Well, let me start off by dispelling a myth that's out there. You don't need twenty percent down to purchase a home. We've got solutions yeah. where you can come in with less money. So you can come in with, with as little as three to 5% down. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus you have to pay, find a way to pay for closing costs. Well, we've got some great solutions. We, we've got down payment assistance programs and Greg and his team are just, they're master negotiators. Mm-hmm. And depending upon the situation with the property you're interested in, you might be able to negotiate a seller credit to cover some of those closing costs. Exactly, and we've done it before where we've gotten uh, rate buy downs and that actually, you know, puts that uh, missing link in closing the deal versus having to walk away because we didn't have, um, you know, a solution for their financial uh, program. Yeah, so just to kind of wrap it up, what are the things we look for um, and with how much money do you have available for down payment and closing costs. So we're going to look at your, your checking, your savings, your investments. Um, we're going to look at your retirement accounts. How much money do you have in retirement account? Because you might be able to pull some money out of your retirement, um, like with a non-taxable by doing a 401k loan, where you're just paying yourself back over time and there's no tax ramifications there. Or you might be able to get a gift from a family member. And then again, we do have some great down payment assistance programs. And we've used some of them before uh, a couple of episodes back. We had our Dream for All program that we got to utilize. Do we have any updates on that by chance? The last update that I heard, update that I heard is that the program is expected to get started around March, April timeframe of 2024. So as you guys all heard before, we should definitely get started so that within your... Um, already ahead of the game because that plan did um go out what a week 10 days and it was gone it was gone right but they're going to do it a little bit different this time they're going to do a lottery system so Mm. you need to get pre-approved with the lender and then be put into the pool to be to qualify for the lottery got it so it'll be different and then chance what is some of the minimum credit scores that you've seen on at least the most popular programs like FHA, conventional, or even some of these government assistance? Well, we've got programs um, for credit scores as low as 580. Oh, wow. Yeah, but obviously the the better your credit score, the higher your credit score, the better terms you're gonna get on the loan, the better interest rate you're gonna get, the lower down payment that's gonna be required. And so if you do have a challenging credit score right now, there's some simple things that we can do to quickly get your your credit improved, um, get that credit score up. In fact, I, I'm working with a client right now. I met with him. We pulled his credit. We did a soft pull on Monday. His credit score was 671. 
and then I had him pay off some credit card debt. We pulled his credit again. We did a hard pull this morning, and his credit went up to seven twenty-seven. Oh wow! So, and that was just that was just in a matter of a couple of days, and that made all the difference in the world. What interest rate he's getting, and what kind of terms are we able to offer him? Um, but if you have more challenging credit, um, Greg's got somebody um, that he he loves to refer to help uh, repair credit too. So Absolutely. Repair, We're actually going to have him in here. His name is Ken from Scorewell, and they basically give you a free consultation. Inside our app, his contact information is in there. You can download it from iTunes or Google Play. Um, it's Ken Scorewell. Um, he'll be in here in the next couple episodes to kind of talk about uh, credit repair and what he does and how he can help anyone who's experiencing a challenging credit score. Yeah, you know, if you and if you're thinking that, ah, you know, I don't want to talk to a lender yet because I'm not ready to buy until sometime in the spring. Well, there's huge benefits to start the process now. We can do a soft credit pull now, see where you are, and if you got some challenges, we have time to uh, do some fixes. Yeah, and sometimes the more challenging the score is, the more time you'll need for it to repair, and so being ahead of the game is obviously going to be in your benefit. Absolutely. And then kind of the next question is, you know, a lot of people will have a certain amount of income and they're, um, you know, renting and it's sort of uh, a high rent payment. So what is the minimum income that um, someone would need in order to qualify? Well, that that's a great question. And I have to qualify that question too, given that uh, it depends upon how much uh, how much the the property is going to cost to purchase? Mm-hmm. Um, how much you have for a down payment? We look at what's called a debt to income ratio. So that debt debt to income ratio is going to be um, your total monthly payments on your debt, which will be credit cards, your housing expense, and um, any installment loans, which would be car loans or student loans. And we'll look at that as a percentage of your gross income. And with uh, conventional financing, we can go up to 50% debt to income ratio. And with um, FHA, we can go as high as 57% debt to income ratio. That's incredible because they're obviously getting a lower down payment and then you can have a little bit more uh, stuff financed with that program. Absolutely. So what we're looking for when we look at your income is uh, first and foremost, we wanna see a steady steady income stream for the last two years, Mm -hmm. typically in the same line of business, um, but it doesn't have to be exactly the same business, but something that's similar. So if you you did sales in one industry and then did sales in another industry, we can count that as the same line of business. One other question I, I wanted to kind of ask because this happens sometimes where someone will shop for a house and then they change a job because they make more. How does the lender actually deal with that? Well, we're going to look for when you do a job change, like in the middle of a transaction, Mm -hmm. we need to see at least the first paycheck. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So there's obviously there's a workaround and I've had it personally happen to me while I was shopping for a client because they were like, oh my God, I'm making more money. So this payment is totally doable and it's more comfortable with this higher paying job. And then I was like, oh gosh, I hope the lender is going to approve this. 
Yeah, we we typically ask people not to make changes yeah. once they get into tr to a transaction. But most important is that if you do make a change in your situation like that, talk to your lender first. Yeah, and we can tell you, you know, how we can get around that. Yeah, because then maybe you can adjust the start date. Because the last thing we want is that we're going to do a verification of employment just before we fund the loan, and it's happened. We're we call the employer and they say, oh, he no longer works here. That's the other thing, too, <laughs> is like verification of employment. You know, it's good to research who to call in your HR department in order to do that. Because we've had challenges where people had to do verification of employment and they would call the wrong number. <laughs> they call the person. Right. So, yep, absolutely. So just to kind of wrap up uh, income, we're um, when we look at your documentation, we're going to look at uh, W-2 salary. Um, and overtime, commission, bonus income. Um, and then you, we also can use retirement income. So if you're of retirement age, we can uh, have you establish a monthly distribution from your IRA or from your 401k. And we can use all that money as qualified income as long as there's enough money that would allow it to distribute monthly over a three-year period. So... Exactly. So and you have 360000 we can qualify at $10,000 a month. And you only need to be 59 and a half to avoid that 10% penalty That's at right. the moment. Um, and then you can just use that as a stream of income. That's amazing. Yep. And then for self-employed people, we look at tax returns. Got it. And as far as self-employed people, um, you know, we write off a lot of stuff because we're obviously, you know, paying for extra things like how... Do they overcome that challenge as far as determining how much we have to spend for a mortgage? Yeah, we run into that quite a bit, that self-employed people are trying to minimize their tax, uh, you know, how much they owe in taxes at the end of the year. So they're going to write off everything they can. Yeah. Um, so we have some programs to, um, even if their tax returns doesn't show enough income, we've got programs that they can qualify for including like we have a bank statement program where we look at your bank statements for the last 12 months and count up all of your deposits. So we'll look at your deposits and count that as income. That's amazing. Yeah. I am um, obviously I'm self-employed because of, you know, real estate, but I've gotten advice to do um, LLC and then pay myself a salary to establish a easier way to do financing and maybe I'll have someone come in and kind of talk about those options. Do you suggest that? Is it, have you seen that in the past be a better option? Um, yeah, absolutely. We look at all options that are out there. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I think that's it for today. We are also going to be scheduling a, uh, home buyer seminar and a seller workshop. Um, we, We'll probably have it on the 7th at 5.30. Um, I'll put it on our app as far as an event and a uh, on our website, gregsilverrealestategroup.com. And Chuck will be there to really go into all these products and um, create personal situations where you have a roadmap along with our agents who will help you kind of get a wish list and you know see what properties are available. So if you're available to uh, attend this workshop, I'd really love to meet with you. Chuck's going to be there, and I just appreciate him coming in and talking about all these options for people to secure their real estate goals. 
Yes, that, so I'm really looking forward to that too because you know we've obviously we've only touched on surface level, you know, creating a budget and what it takes to get pre-approved. Um, but we're going to dive deeper into that. Absolutely, during that session. it'll be an amazing workshop. And um, if you're a seller who's also buying, I um, would encourage you to come to the buyer seminar portion of it because then we can give you options to um, go door to door with specific financing that we've used in the past. And uh, Chuck has all of those products. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Chuck. And thank you guys for listening. We will be back with uh, Ken score uh, with score well. Um, and he'll kind of talk about some credit um, repair options and how he um, helps his clients. All right. Thanks, Greg. Thank you.